all unto us. Hallelujah. This gospel is not only in word, but it's in power. It's in deep conviction. Let us thank God for this glorious gospel that has been revealed unto us in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this, a gospel, this great gospel, O God, for such a great salvation, O God. My God, so the gospel that has been revealed to us, O God, that come unto us not only in word, O God, but in power, O God, bringing about deep conviction of the Holy Spirit, O God. We thank you, O God, for such a great salvation, O God, that has been revealed unto us in these last days, O God. My God, we thank you for your word of life, O God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, O God. Ah, that you have left with us, O God. You said we will not be comfortable less, O God, will not be without an help, O God. But you are giving unto us the Holy Spirit, O God, to comfort us, O God, to help us, O God, Father, to bring us, O God, to your saving grace, O God, to guide us in this great salvation, O God. Ah, my God, you have left us your Holy Spirit, O God, to order our steps, O God. My God, to lead us all the way, O God, to comfort us, to speak to us, O God, in time of need, O God. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for such a wonderful salvation, O God, for such a wonderful plan, O God, that you reveal unto us, O God. We thank and we bless you, O God. Yes, Lord, for creating us, O God, in your very image, O God, for empowering us, O God, with your grace, O God, that we can be transformed from glory to glory, O God, that we can reflect your glory, my God. Ah, yes, that we can be imitators, O God, imitators of Christ, O God, not by might, O God, not by power, Lord, but by your Spirit, O God. We thank you for your Spirit, O God. Holy Spirit, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Spirit of God for helping us, for strength, for strength, in terms of temptation, for helping us to say no to ungodliness, O God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your spirit, O God. We thank you for your spirit, O God, that brings about deep conviction. Yes, ask the Lord that even as we are gathered, as the word comes, let that word bring about deep conviction. Lord, as your word comes, O God, let it bring about deep conviction, O God, of sin, O God, of righteousness, and of judgment, O God. Lord, as that word Come, O God. Prepare every heart, O God, that will give you unto that word, O God. By your spirit, O God, we will hearken unto your voice, O God. Yes, Lord, as your father servant speaks your word, O God. Lord, may we hearken, O God. May we see it, O God, not as the word of man, but as a word that is coming from your throne, O God. My God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your spirit, O God. Holy Spirit, take full control, O God. Lead us, O God. Guide us, O God. In all our endeavors, O God. Whatever we do this day, Spirit of the living God, we need you, Lord. Help us, help us. Holy Spirit, help us, O God. For you are help, O God. Help us, O God. Amen. Continue in that attitude of prayer, and we'll use that same um, scripture. First Thessalonians from verse 1, please. Um, it says, Paul, Silas, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father, to Christ with Tabernacle, to, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be to you. So the Lord has, brought, has sent his grace and his peace upon us this morning. Amen. He says, we always thank God for all of you and continually mention you, mentioning you in our prayers. He says, remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith. That is the work of the, of the household of Christ with Tabernacle, the labor of love prompted by love, and our endurance inspired by our hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. So it says that, verse 4, we have been chosen, for we know, brothers, loved by God, that He has chosen us. He has chosen me as an individual 
And he says that because the gospel came to you, not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and with deep, deep con- conviction, you know how we lived among you. I want us to thank God that, first of all, each of those verses, it says that the grace and peace has come to us. It says that this morning, that, that we have been chosen, it reminds us, it is reminding us again, we are chosen and the purpose is becoming clearer. I'm sure everyone knows the agenda of God for 2024 that he has mandated into the hands of Christ with Tabernacle. So, with that in mind, it says that the gospel that we hear in Christ with Tabernacle, it has come not just with words, but with power. So I want to thank God. Father, thank you for the words that we have heard. And that the words that we will hear, especially as, as we are speaking, in Birmingham, words are being spoken. That those words will bring the transformation to the hearers. The Women of Royal Destiny Conference, the Prophetic Voice Ministers meeting of this week, that Lord, you will pour out into us. And the words that we hear will bear fruit. It will bring manifestation. It will, bring, it will bring direction, it will bring solution, it will bring healing, it will bring deliverance. Begin to lift up the name of the Lord and stir up your hearts that in this season I will not be missing from the grace that has been sent. For the authority of the word that I will also bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord for our father in the Lord, our mother in the Lord in this household. Their words have come, not just as words, the gospel in their lips has come with authority and power. We have seen the manifestation in our individual lives. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the various things that we have encountered across the board. For the teaching. He said, they are imitators. He said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. The grace to imitate our Father in the Lord, our Mother in the Lord, in holiness, in righteousness, to, so that we can ascend to the hill of the Lord. We can go higher. We can go higher. We can go higher. In this season, say, I want to go higher. I want to go higher in you. He says that he has given us all things for life and godliness through the knowledge of him that the knowledge, the word we hear this morning, it will bring information to us. It will separate soul and spirit so that it can bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this meeting today. We commit it into your hands in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke chapter 3, I read from verse 16, it reads, I baptize you with water, but, the, but, one, but one more powerful than high, whose tongues, whose sandals I'm not worthy to untie. It will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing threshold floor to gather the wheat into the barn, but it will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. We're going to pray this morning that Lord, Baptize me with your fire. Let your fire rest upon me in this service this morning. Begin to lift up your voice and begin to pray in prayer language. My God and my Master, we come before your throne this morning, Holy Spirit. We ask for your presence, O God. Baptize us with your fire. As we enter this meeting this morning, Almighty God, we pray for your glory and your presence, O God. We enter, O God, with a clean heart and a pure heart, O God. We ask, O God, for your fire to descend upon us, O God, in this 
this gathering, in this meeting, this day, O oh God. Lord, we ask for your presence and your fire, O oh God. Anoint us afresh, O oh God. Anoint us afresh, O oh God. In this meeting, my God and my master, we call upon thee, O oh God. Let your fire rest upon us, O oh God. Let your fire rest upon us, O oh God. Let your fire rest upon us, O oh God. Lord, anoint our tongue afresh. Anoint our tongue afresh. Anoint our eyes afresh. Lord, we pray thee, O oh God, as we enter this month, Almighty God, this season we are here, O oh God. We want to feel your power, O oh God. Anoint us with your power. Anoint us with your power. Lord, we pray, O oh God, descend upon this mountain. Descend upon this gathering like a dove, Almighty God. We want to see you exalted and highly glorified in this gathering this morning, O oh God. Let your fire rest upon us, O oh God. Let your fire rest upon us, O oh God. Anoint us with your fire. Lord, engulf this auditorium with your fire, O oh God. Masika ilibekeri kasita hara kasa. Masuto lo makanda ilibekeri maseta ha. Kaliba sata inele kindele kaseta makoni kasa. Holy Spirit mekeri kasa kaha. Huma kunda hali kasita hali kaseka ha. Mekeri bakuta hinda le kasi. Kasi makunda bakele kasita ha. Holy kasita makunda le kasita ha le kasi. Holy Spirit mekeri kasata ha. Hola kasita makunda ali kaseka ha. the Lord has made. I wish I all 
be glad and rejoice in it. The sound of rejoicing will never cease in our camp. Let's fix our mind today because coming in this sanctuary today, you are going home with something new. Amen. Amen. You are not going coming here just, oh, it's Sunday, let me just go to church. You're going to go home empowered, encouraged, uplifted. Everybody you have, you are not going back to it. In Jesus' mighty name. Let's open the service by reading Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made we praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, 
But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
We're just going to sing this song to say we're chasing after, after Jesus. Amen. No matter what we have to do, we're chasing after him.
Lord will bless you, O oh God. Receive the glory. Say to God, I am the sacrifice today. I am the sacrifice. I am the sacrifice. I'm giving myself as a sacrifice. Lord will present our bodies, O oh God.
holy name. Thank you for the days and seasons that we are living. Lord, we magnify you. Thank you for the manifestation of your grace. Father, we exalt you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, thank you. There is war in the heavenly. I can hear the rattling in the realm of the spirit. An outburst of the clouds that the Father has sent upon his church. Raining fire upon the nations of the earth. Awakening the spirit of mortal men. I can hear a rumbling, strengthening the weak among the saints. I can hear a rumbling, the cloud that has formed for ages, that has been prepared for this season. I can see pouring down strength and power and glory and honor and mercy. I can see the sons of men lifting up their hands unto the one who lives forever and ever. I can see the church taking its place in the formation for eternity. I can see the glory alighting upon the saints of God upon the earth. And I can see you operating in the dimension that you have never dreamt. For the harvest of this world is at hand. I can see the church bright made fully ready for the bridegroom that is coming I can see a great shifting among the sons of men I can see chaos and confusion in nations people running helter skelter because the devil knows his time is short but in the midst of Goshen I can see a bright light (laughs) a celebration when darkness covers the earth and thick darkness over the peoples i can see a people separated by the spirit of the most high your time has come your time has come heaven is celebrating they can't wait for us to come your time has come i want to greet someone beside in the name of the lord I feel a great unction today. Yes, yes, says the Spirit of the Most High. And I shall reveal more and more and more. You can take your seats, please. Brangras we give you the praise and honor and glory immortal invisible god only wise the god that lives in light inaccessible heat from our eyes the most blessed the most glorious the ancient of days almighty we worship you our king we worship you, our King. I pray, Lord, for your sins. That the ears of everyone be opened to the voice of heaven. 
I pray for your sins that their eyes be opened to the realm of your spirit. I pray, Lord, that their heart be connected to the mind of the Master. Thank you, thank you, thank you, King of Heaven. How many of you desire to hear God? You desire to see vision. Put your hands on your face. And say to your face, I speak to you my face. Begin to see visions of heaven. I speak to you my eyes. Begin to see the transcendent vision of heaven. I speak to you my mind. Begin to operate in the mind of Christ within me. See and understand. In Jesus' name. You know, this is the end time. The end of age is very near. Heaven is fully prepared. The preparation in heaven is finished. And the Son of God can come anytime. We are at the extra time on earth now. Let me tell you some things. Because, you know, as an apostle of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I am am sent by the Father to be a watchman at the gates of heaven so that I can see and tell God's people, so that God's people can be positioned. And that's what I've done with you all the years. You recognize that? Do you recognize that? Do you recognize that? I mean, because to tell you date and time that interest rates will go up and instruct you to go and fix your mortgages for five years, it doesn't come by somebody drinking water and be full. And you can be angry, but that doesn't give it to you. Because God appoints those he will give such to. But the fact is that anybody who call, God calls to be a gatekeeper must also stand before God. Because Elijah said, There shall be no dew or rain except by my word. But before he said that, he says that in, before the God whom I stand, I make this declaration. So, but for you, you need to recognize this so that you can use it. And so, because God appointed me to stand at His gate, that's the reason why my voice has not changed. That you have known in this church for 33 years. I pray Jesus and the power of His resurrection. Okay? Now, I'm telling you this, this is going to, I want to show you some things. <laughs> world, you know that the world has come to the ebb of time. Look at the book up. Let that pastor come, please, and sit down by his wife. So, let me show you a few things. You know what, we had, what the Lord told us to teach, to discuss, till December? Let him sit with his wife. Is this. Look at me. Good. It's new life in Christ. Okay? And we won't stop talking about that until you enter the new year because the Lord Jesus will visit you in 2024. 
those of you who are just who are just coming for the first time or joining the church how do i know that jesus will visit us in 2024 1983 jesus appeared to me he walked into my room i'm not dreaming i was sitting down some people when you talk about the visitation of the lord in our age some people feel it's real it's not there are a number of us that the lord Jesus still appear to till today he appears to some of us because he appointed us in the office some he appeared to because they sought god so that they can begin to see and that's where you are am i talking whether he has signed us or you seek him we can come to the same place and the lord jesus showed me revival that will happen in england and told me that's the reason why i was created which was confirmed by my parents before i was born and we have waited now it's going to be 40 years next year and the lord told me last month that i should stop preparing the church for this visitation next year and told us exactly what we should study and we have seen the hand of god move in our midst in very strange forms especially in prophetic in such a way to challenge every one of you and also for those who are still double-minded that god is real that's why all these prophecies god gave us and also to have prepared many of you over the years especially those of you who are youths i told them in birmingham just yesterday that I feel fulfilled now because I've seen our children grow and I have seen you succeed. I have seen generations I can hand over to who did not defile themselves with worldliness, who stood away from. Of course, I still have some of you that I'm praying for you daily that God will enter your head. Am I talking to you? That you don't get carried away with all this flashy stuff because the Bible says that do not love the world. Or anything in the world for the lot for um, for for anyone who loves the world, the love of Christ is not in him. Am I talking to you now? So, for those of you who have been able to overcome the devil in your mind, thank God for you. For those of you who are still struggling today, you are in the world. Tomorrow, you are in church. You don't even know what the world is different to what the church is. Thank God for you, but I have to work on you. By force or by fire, you must do the will of God. Amen. You didn't say amen. amen. If you don't say amen, my word will pursue you. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Heaven, we will enter it by force, by fire. Amen. Some of you will have to drag you with bruises. Anyway, you will enter there and your bruise will be healed. Amen. amen. So therefore, what is the time you are living in? Look at the book of Matthew 24. Let's see what Jesus said. We are talking about new life in Christ. And that's what we are talking. You remember 2 Corinthians 5.17? If a man therefore is in Christ Jesus in creation, all things have passed away. All things have become new. So in the book of Matthew 24... Twenty-four verse seven. Nations, Jesus, Jesus was the one talking now. When they asked him, "How do we know the end time has come? What generation will know that the end of time has come?" Jesus says some interesting things. Nations will rise against nations. Shall we read this together, please? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Stop. So all the world wars we have seen, 
all the Ukraine war we have seen, the Sudanese war we have seen, the, the ISIS, I just want you to have true knowledge of where you are now. ISIS moving from Iraq, and, uh, from Iraq, they went to Syria, they destroyed them in Syria, they moved to Africa. They are now in the, 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 the Sahara of Africa, is with ISIS, and also they are collaborators with, uh, you know, Boko Haram into Nigeria, the forest. And now you have them in the um, uh, Central Republic, together with uh, the, the Wagner Group. And you have all those people now concentrating on Africa. What do you think they are concentrating on Africa for? To destroy it. They concentrated in Iraq. They finished Iraq. They went to Libya. Libya is no more. They went to Syria. Only God, Syria is, is wounded and limping. And now, how is it that all of them now move to Africa? And now you have seen the issue of Sudan, Sudan, and you have seen the, 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 the leftovers of Sudan flowing into Chad. Chad to Nigeria is just one country. Nigeria has its own issue, as Sambisa Forest. All right? It seems as if they've overcome them, but they are joking. And you see now they move to the top of the Republic, Ghana, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, into Burkina Faso, into Mali. All right? And there is great rumor, and then Sudan exploded. Oh, we will resolve Sudan, we will resolve Sudan. Every time they see no resolve. Now, why is all these things happening? And these things are happening, and Europe also now have a war. Europe that thought they would never fight war. They said they are finished in Europe, they are so advanced, no war will come here. There is war on their doorsteps, and the war will do everything we could, and they couldn't get resolved. Till now, nobody knows when uh, uh, Putin's war is going to be over. Nobody knows what Putin has, what the strategic plans of Putin, nobody knows it. I was talking now. And look at now also, Jesus said, all these things are the beginning of bad things. So what will happen when the end of bad pains come, things aren't going to get better. You are not into a better world, I tell you. You cannot pray for a better world on earth. It cannot be answered. Things are going to go from bad to worse. Now, let me show you more. Let's look at the next verse and we'll read it together. Then, I want everyone to read this scripture so that we know what we are reading together. Yes? So he said, We'll be handed over and we'll be put to death. Can I just inform you that we're having prayer for Nigeria on the, I think it's 8th of September, but we'll let you have the 9th of September. I want all of you to mark that day. Don't travel. Don't go anywhere unless if you are programmed, you're traveling. You must be here. Look, if Nigeria is struck down, Africa will drown. Africa will drown. If Nigeria is terminated, anybody who rules Nigeria can overtake Africa like speed of light. I will talk to you more about this. See how... Then let me just give you information. Let me give you a little bit of understanding. A new government came in in Nigeria just a few weeks ago. That government of Nigeria 
they started to announce something, the president, on the day he was installed. And what he announced was that no more subsidy. Subsidy is what is given for the petroleum prospecting operations in Nigeria, which is supposed to make petroleum cheaper. However, the government discovered that some junters have made billions through it, rather than the billion coming to the masses. Okay, so the government now decided to remove the subsidy, which was purportedly supposed to enrich the purses of the common man, so that the petroleum prices can go down. However, before the subsidy can be removed because of economic principles, there should be something called palliative measure. Palliative measure is not something economic in statements. It's just, you know, you know uh, not just an English. To, it, that is to put something in place pre uh, uh, an action. But the palliative measures that they were supposed to put in place was not in place. They were still preparing for it, which will cushion the shock that, you know, lifting that, that subsidy will give. But I was in Nigeria when the president was sworn in, and I had his statement and the next day, really from that day, there was petrol recession. The second day, petroleum went four times its price. I thought it was Nigeria. Nigeria did it. Nigeria should suffer it. But within less than one week, Benin Republic is crying. Cameroon is crying. Niger is crying. Because... All of them depend on Nigeria for their petroleum. The ripple effect went, it affected Ghana to Cote d'Ivoire. It's going around the whole African countries. Not only is their petroleum affected, life is affected, economy is affected, production is affected. It was then they discovered how strong the intercontinental trading of Nigeria with its subordinates are. Now, you have this chaos. Let me come to you in Lengon. How many of us knew before that it was Ukraine that supplied us grains? Many of you don't know it until the war came. Really, I would not have known about this but for the fact that my area of uh, field was an LLM in international business law. And I, in my project, have done cases of importation to England and exportation. The strength of England when we are leaving the EU. I wrote papers on it. And I found out that 54% of our beef comes from Ireland. Of course, we also have a bilateral trade. We send them, you know, our vegetables. Vegetable. I recognize the fact that, you know, uh, we, our salmon is well, well sought after in Europe, and our fishermen, you know, they sell their products, get their money before they, they lift off their product to Europe. However, we did Brexit, and Brexit cut that off, so that instead of Britain supplying fish to Europe, Netherlands bypass us, and they are supplying Europe. And the fishmongers in, Europe, in England are crying. Now we sang Brexit. I think we're now singing Brexit. Come on, let me tell you this. Now, the war of Ukraine 
brought a collapse uh, bills. You and I now know how much you pay for gas. Compare with last year. You know how much you pay for electricity? Compare with last year. You know how much, those of you who do shopping, how much your products of Sainsbury's have increased. Oh, you call that inflation? I don't think so because last week, inflation had reduced only for interest rate to increase and our mortgages now double. Since last year till now, we are paying double for our interest rates. Even more than double. From 1.5 to now 6 point something. About 6 times. For those of you who are mortgage payers. Now let me, let me, let, let me, let me help you know this. So, little did we recognize that the war in Ukraine will have such a ripple effect. But there are many things I discovered also from intellectual research that have been affected. But our government dare not say them. Because if they say it, they'll be panic in the, in the, in the global market. Alright? So, if you think things are, things are going to get better, you're joking. You're not just being realistic. Am I talking to you now? <laughs> Jesus says, all these occurrences we are seeing all over, interconnectivity of economic collapse and crisis failure of economic principle because economics knows that if you bring down interest rates if you if you lift up the, the interest rate then inflation should come down but now they have they have lifted up in interest rate inflation in figure came down but on the in the shops is going up now the government said that we don't know what to do. Then the government of Nigeria said we don't know what to do. Then the government of America says uh, we are trying our best. Then the government of Europe said that uh, we don't know what to do exactly. So who would know what to do? Jesus says the beginning of bad things. When these things happen. You and I are the beneficiaries of all this instability. Currently. But I have good news for you. But you need to be realistic for you to really understand the prophetic and for you to be able to plug yourself into the manifestation that is coming or else you will be a victim when you should be a victim. Okay? Why do... So, some of them say that, are we in university with apostles? Are we here to be educated about fire economics? I'll tell you something. If you are not educated by economics... When economy bites your pockets, you will look for education. Am I talking to you? Uh-huh. People want to wed. They started changing their wedding day from Saturday. Why? You pay on Saturday for a hall. You pay 15000 The same hall. Do your wedding on Tuesday there or on Thursday there. You pay 5000 or, or 7000 You save money to go and buy a house before you marry. But suddenly now, inflation cut off with your pocket. And you rec recognize that the money you are saving is not enough for you to even pay down. Because when you go to bank now, 
apart from last year when we still had sanity. Your interest rate for the mortgage you want to want to say is exorbitant. Huh? Is God not interested in this? Yeah, He is. That's the reason why God told you here. When interest rate will come up for three years, God told you from 2019 to 2021. Fix your mortgage, fix your mortgage, fix your mortgage. And I thank God that a number of you did that. So you are okay now. But it's not so in the city of London. Many who did not hear what you heard are suffering now. Now let me now come back. Jesus says all these things are beginning of birth pains. Okay. Let's read the next verse very quickly. Then shall we, you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. I think we have read this. Yes. In Nigeria, so many people have been killed because of their faith in Christ. You will be hated by all nations, it says. Isn't it? Come and answer me. Does England love Christianity? Okay, excuse me. The British government love Christians so much. Yes or no? Anyone have seen? Maybe you, you neither or no. Let me ask you some questions. If our government love Christians, why is it that in your office you cannot mention the name Jesus Christ without having browsers raised? You can talk about Halloween. You can talk about Muslim festival. Everybody is talking. The moment you talk about Jesus festival, somebody will feel offended. And we have dealt with cases of Christians who were sued because of their faith in Christ and the expression of their faith and they were sued. They said King James Version offended their belief and police arrested the Christian an Iranian Muslim accused a Caucasian Christian in Bristol that quoting of King James Version is offensive to his religion British police came, arrested the Englishman against the testimony of Iran and took him to, to, to detention we have to fight the case because they went to court and the courts condemned the white English for quoting King James Version Bible. It's in the public record. So, the Christian concern have to fight the case. Turn the verdict. Now, can you tell me that this, this country, therefore, love Christianity? Or they love Christians? No, let me help you. You know, gradually... I want you to know that the table is laid for the Antichrist to take over. Okay? Now, a Christian lady went before an abortion clinic in England and police arrested her and asked her, what is the, what is the, what is the uh, basis of the arrest? They said, they asked the, the, the woman, what are you doing here? She said, I'm just here 
you know, standing, they've been coming every day. And he said to her that, are you praying? Yeah, he said, yes. He said, so how are you praying? She said, I'm praying in my mind. And they arrested her for praying in her mind. Yeah, it's written in the claim form. For praying in her mind, they arrested her. You, you, you guys may not understand. You, you, may be, you, may be still, you may still be having what you want. They arrested this woman and then they, they prosecuted her and convicted her. Our court system, lower court convicted her. And the only option to appeal is to high court, which will cost 100,000 pounds. And the poor woman, where will she have 100,000 pounds? So a group of Christian lawyers got up and they overthrew, they threw the case out of court. But the fact is not throwing the case out of court from the higher court. The problem and the issue is, why at all should our legal system, is our legal system silly? Is our legal system stupid? Do you think judges are happy about such conviction? It irritates the judges. It irritates the lawgivers. It irritates parliamentarians. It's a disgrace to our nation. But yet it took place in our nation. Then you ask yourself, so if it's a disgrace to us and everyone don't like it, who really, by the way, brought such law? The secret power of lawless man is at work. I'm helping you to understand how Satan has set the table, ready for extermination of Christianity, but he will fail. I come and I say he will fail. Jesus said, I will build my church. And what did he say? The gates of hell shall not. Come on now. Come on now. Look, those of you who are just giving back to children now, I told you something some time ago. When we, your parents, gave back to you, we paid 18 pounds a week to keep you with nanny. Even some of us pay 10, 12, 12 pounds to keep you in nanny a week. Now, you are children, because we are now grandparents, you are now giving birth to children, and you are paying 1,500 pounds a month for what we paid, even let's say 20 pounds times 4, 240. Yes, uh, yeah, sorry, 80 pounds. What we paid 80 pounds for, or 100 pounds, you are paying 1,000 500 pounds. Come on now. What will happen when your children that you are giving back to now grow to your age? I wonder what they will pay. Ah, the last thing I'll give you. Because I'm explaining to you that then you will be hated or you'll be handed over to be persecuted. Which means that the law will not fight for you. Okay? When injustice is, is turned towards you. As long as you are a Christian, you have no place in law. You have no reliance in law. And you will be put to death, which some of us have been killed now. And you will be hated by all nations. Not because individual will want to hate you, but the nation will hate you. Come on now. The issue is that who are the people making these laws? When the law officers hate the laws... That tells you it's a spiritual thing. The judges hated that case because it is a disgrace on British judicial system that you are 
contravening the, the human rights acts. The liberty of a man to think. So if that established, that's a precedence. Which means that if you think, if in your house police can come and arrest you and say you are thinking to do something and based on your thoughts, they will, as long as you agree. That's it, because they have done that. The police have done that. You wonder that, is British police so naive? Of course, the top officers in British police they were irritated. But of course, the law is on us, because it has been written in the law of Birmingham, the secondary law, which should be subject to the Human Rights Act. Did the police not know that it is, it is ultra-virus? They did know. They did know. But yet, the woman was arrested. So if there was no Christian concern or some, you know, Christian lawyers who got together that let's fight the cases for the people, for Christians, they don't charge you. They fight the case and then, you know, they charge from the opposite. That's the reason why we Christian churches want to sponsor those institutions. This church is a partner to them. Am I telling you? Because when you are arrested indiscriminately contrary to the law, and it's because of your Christian belief, then they will fight for you. If you don't have the money, they will still fight for you. Am I talking to you now? So, now, I finish my discussion on this one by letting you know this, that all nations hate Christians currently. Before I left home this morning, I was getting myself ready, and I turned into El Jazeera to meet a program on AI and robotics. Yesterday in Birmingham, we spoke about AI and robotics. And do you know what? Before December, uh, this uh, month is ending, Apostle is going to register to study AI and robotics. Oh yes, I will look for it. Wherever they read it, this head must read AI and robotics. Do you know why? I saw in this AI stuff, the guy was one of the, one of the former uh, admirals was telling them how he is so, so afraid of what AI will become in 5 to 10 years. Because they showed the drones of Russia and the drones of uh, the drones, counter drone of, um, of the EU sent to, to fight in Ukraine. But then they now showed the, the other drones that is manufactured by, by Iran. And they discovered these that... There is a research that has been going on, a study that have gone so much advanced that, that, that you know, you, you have all these films they make, they do, that you think that they are films. The, the guy said that, look, the research, where the research is now, within five, ten years, they, they, through AI and the robotics, we will be able to send a drone to a person who, the, a drone that will not be controlled by the one who sent it. So a drone will be sent to this church, and then he will look for somebody, and you are the person they are looking for. Your eye recognition will show who you are, where you are, and that drone will now shoot you on the head and take you out. Because that drone cannot, cannot be controlled by the one who sent it. He said now they are still controlling drones, you know, and to do things, but they, are, they, are, they have advanced to the place you are by through AI with robotics, to create drones that will not be, it will not listen to anybody. He will think, and whatever it, whatever it thinks that this one should not leave, he take him out. And if he thinks that you are okay, he will leave you alone. 
Hallelujah. So the admiral was saying that my problem is that we have the technology that we are doing, but when it gets to the hands of every nation, we are not secured. And they showed the, you know, a place where the drone just came in and they didn't see it. And then the drone gathered from the atmosphere, you know, some particles and materials and shot it and the person was blown up. And I was discussing this in the car yesterday with, you know, when we were going to, I, to, to Birmingham that, do you know this insanity of AI? Somebody can just do something that will just take atmosphere and then shoot somebody. I didn't know that already they are doing it. <laughs> do you know when they get all these things, who are they going to target? You and I, Christians. Christians, they are the ones who will target. You, know, you think Satan is doing all these things for nothing? He is looking for Christians. But then in trying to prepare to eliminate Christians, he can eliminate anybody, it doesn't matter. If you are not born again and you are, you are in the world, you are, just, you are just an ant. You are one of the guinea pigs of the devil in his laboratory. If he needs some specimen to use, he will just catch those who are not born again. And then we use them for sample. He says, it works. Okay, now we can try it on Christians. Are we together now? That's the reason why you must be conscious. Things are happening around you and you are living life as if it is normal. They call prayer meeting. You will say they will pray for me. Can you imagine? And others go to prayer meeting to pray. We give you Bible study to read every day, two, four chapters of the Bible. Instead of reading four chapters of the Bible, you go and take a novel that came from a, a man that is insane, written, and you'll be reading the insanity to defile the purity God has given you. And Bible, four chapters a day, you didn't read it. And you are reading all those stuff that Satan set up out there. Come on now. Somebody is working on the brain of some others. His name is the devil. And you and I must do everything to stop him. In your life. And in my life. For the Antichrist, really. Tell me a nation that is not confused now. Stand up and mention one nation. One government that is not confused. How many governments of nations have promised and delivered? Are they not serious by promising they are serious? But when they get to the table, they recognize that it's beyond seriousness. There are some things that have been set already that frustrate every good intention. And without the Spirit of God, they fail. If you're looking for a Savior among men, you'll be messed up. Come on, let me tell you. So therefore, the Bible says, you'll be handed over. Let's read verse 10 until 11 and 12. Because today is, I'm really supposed to have left you 10 minutes ago. Alright, let me just finish my message. And run to Birmingham. Let's read the next verse. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Those are the back there, read. Read if you are at the back, please. Okay, you are backbenchers. You are better readers than these people in the front, isn't it? Okay, read, let me hear you. Aha, uh-huh, stop. I can hear your voice now. Shall we read together, please? At that time. Uh-huh. Come on now. How many people are turned away from Christ now? So many. Satan, at that time, the Bible says that many will turn away from the faith. 
The faith. The faith. You know what the faith means? It is faith personified. That is the faith. Principles. The principles of Christ. The principles of the apostles. Many will turn away from it. They will make for themselves another God in the church. And you have churches all over the world now. That's what they're doing. You can dress anyhow. You can talk anyhow. You can sit anyhow. You can be naked into church. It doesn't matter. You can dress anyhow. Dress like a, a morose person. Man dress like a woman. Man plat hair like, like, a, like a some go priest. That's what they tell you. Just come as you are. Don't you understand? The Bible says if a man dies in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. No, they believe that you can bring your old things into the church. Not telling the people, if you die in such, you go to hell. You cannot take Bible into joining witchcraft and be teaching them Bible there. They have the book of Satan that they follow. Similarly, the church. The church has the Bible. That's what it says. People will desire the Christian faith. I mean, I have some people say that, you know, all the hymns, you know, we don't have to sing hymns anymore, you know. Because they are gone. If you look at 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1, we come back to this, don't forget, 10. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1, we'll read it together, please, shall we? The Spirit clearly... You will not follow them. I say you will not follow them. I say you will not follow them. Follow me as I follow Christ. The path to righteousness is straight. Apostles have not changed since you know him. Why should I change? I believe it's pessimism to put change. If you feel inferior inside you, you only need a dose of Christ. And the confidence in you will come out. You are what more than what you think you are. I know in England, a number of black youths that are in jail now because of association with the wrong company. Christian youth born in church, grew in church. Satan, when those bad boys commit crime, devil know how to help them to escape. But if you are a boy brought up in church and you follow them, you are the one they will knock down. Satan will set you up straight away. A good number are in prison now. Not from this house. Okay? Because you listen. And you have of you as mentor. Show me how you dress and I will show you your friends. A woman who loves opening her breast up, her laughs up... The kind of people you will attract are people who are possessed by devils because they are the ones who will be attracted to something. A born again Christian will not be attracted to a woman. They will just call you a prostitute. They will run away from you. That's how it works. The same way a boy who behaves like a woman and dresses up himself in a ragamuffin dreadlock and all stuff, you go to a reasonable girl, he will just say, No, 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 thank you. Thank you. I don't want to be insane. I'm looking for a man. Who said it's correct? A man who does not feel okay by his masculinity and he has to try to become like a woman cannot be my husband, he will, she will say. No matter how much love you think you have for those such women, no, 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 no. They are reasonable women who know 
what they are looking for. What does it profit you to harm yourself by your own self in your reasoning? And then, 10 years after your age, if you are still under parents and you are 20, in 10 years' time, if you are not ready to go, they should be telling you the way to door. Yes. If you are in 25, 10 years to your 25, you are 35. 10 years to 35, you are 45. 10 years to 45, you are 55. Man, those years fly like this. Don't let the devil waste your youthful age. Don't. 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 Surrender your mindset to Christ. I've told my own boys here, a woman who looks like uh, artificial, don't even turn to them for friendship. Because when you marry and they strip themselves off, you will regret that this is, oh Lord, my God. <laughs> You'll be asking, where is your... your <laughs> you have to remove your glasses to say that. Huh? The person I saw, the eyelashes was like this. That's what attracted me. What's happened? It has gone down. Ah. Ah. The whole masquerade stuff, they don't go to bed with it because masquerade will dress and go out, perform, and come back and undress. Isn't it? The one who is a masquerade become a man like you. When he goes to bed, he does, no masquerade carry his masquerade dress and uh, he will die. So if you marry a woman, a woman who loves her, you know, all this devilish worldly stuff, you will be a problem with your husband. Because when the husband really sees your true form, man, <laughs> he will begin to pray, I buy with me fast order even time. <laughs> oh Lord, give me grace. <laughs> you, you send a man into prayer that he should not pray. That's why I say to you young men, open your eyes where before you are, you're married. You know, Apostle Williams opened his eyes, his nose, mouth, and everywhere before he married Mama Oma. It's the one I saw. What I saw from beginning, I'm still seeing it today. She doesn't look changed to me. If she was cosmetic all over the whole place, I've been taught by my father that if you go marry a cosmetic woman, don't come and tell me you don't like her. You have to die where you marry <laughs> My brother told me that. that. You pick him by yourself with your hand. You pick that woman. Whatever she becomes is your business. Don't come and tell me. If you want to divorce a woman, you will call the meeting of divorce. Everybody who attended as witnesses on the day of wedding, they must be there. And unfortunately, some of them might have died. <laughs> so if you can't bring all of them back, you have no divorce here. You carry your own bone. And go. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Don't fall a victim of the devil. We are living in a perilous time that the devil is activating all his vibes. But you, let me speak to you for five minutes. Go back, please, to my Matthew. You know something that Jesus said at the end of all this bad news? Let's read it. At that time, many would turn away from faith and betray and hate each other. Now the next verse. And many false prophets. Is that not happening in your time now? That is, that is it. That is it. That is it. Empty promises. And people fail and get deceived and get bankrupt. They are prophets that attach every activity to money. 
they turned your heart only to seeking prosperity, they will let you know this, that the day you die, none of the earthly things you have will be remembered again. What you, would, what you present before God is what you did in God when you are now. You build 20 stories, bless you out. Somebody else will take it. You'll be seeing people taking it. When you are dead, they will give you the key of your car. You will fall down from your hand. They will call you to come and do your will. You didn't do it before you die. You will not be able to answer them. All these material things you are running after, kaput. Now you will now become your real self. You will now recognize the reason why you are sent to the world. That you meet your maker. To answer whether you did everything he sent you to do. Which is the church. First minister doesn't tell you that. They tell you that everything is on earth. They make money off you and give you false hope. They don't care about your spiritual development. They really distinguish between them and you and tell you if anything happens that this is my anointing, this is my power. Useless. You can't follow them. If you, if you listen to my voice and you follow people like that, it's your fault. They will tell you that you who are born again, you need deliverance. That Jesus is not capable to deliver you. But they, after Jesus set you free, they have to set you free too. You should be asking them, who delivered you yourself? If you say that I have demons, pastor, after accepting Jesus, Christ, you need to ask that pastor too that. Uh, so if I have demons after accepting Jesus Christ, you too must have had demons. Tell me the name of your own demon. Nonsense. They are false prophets. They will pay, unfortunately, with their life in eternity. Anyone who deceives the, the, the children of God, Jesus said that it's better to tie a milestone on them and drown them for deceiving Christians. You won't find that on CFT pulpit. Never in any part of the world. CFT is not branch crazy. If a branch of CFT, a pastor there preach anything, and I hear it, and it's contrary to the apostles' doctrine, to Christ, I will, show, I will go to the place, I won't tell them, I just say to the whole church, that please go away, I don't have any shepherd for you. I close this church down. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and I carry my Bible, next night I'm gone. I will tell them, if you wait, it's on your head. Because branches is not a problem for me. It's not an issue for me. My issue is that who lead the people of God? Is he called? Does he have relationship with God himself? Does he speak God? Does he watch over the Whether you are paid or not paid is irrelevant. If you are a pastor of CFT and you are not paid, you didn't do anybody a favor. You don't have to be paid. That's why you are not paid. And if you are paid, they are not doing you a favor. It's because you have to be paid, that's why they're paying you. Excuse me. There's no chief executive that would tell his members uh, uh, in the board board that, you know, I do so many things in this uh, organization that I'm not paid for. No, no, it's part of the nuggets of your call, of your position as an executive. So listen to me, church. Many false prophets around, but their days are numbered. The next verse says, because of the increase... Your love will not grow cold. Satan will not kill your love for Jesus. Some people say that, but this pastor is this, this pastor is that, what's your business? You be yourself to be something too. If you you complain that a pastor is this, a pastor is that, what is wrong with you that you cannot be a pastor? And go and do better. 
Excuse me. If I accuse doctors that this doctor is not good, this doctor is bad, then I go and study medicine. No, I'm not be good doctor. If I can't study medicine and be good doctor, I shut my mouth. The love of people who was cold and all these things you just said it. A friend of yours does not come to church anymore. Does not. He does not. He should not affect your own decision. You serve God yourself. You serve God yourself. You have complaint. Let him go with his complaint. You know why you are serving God. You are not serving God because somebody said to you come and serve God. You serve God for your own eternity, man. Be yourself. If I have a child who doesn't want to serve God, it's his business. I have a wife who doesn't want to serve God. I will serve my God. It's her business. When I get home, you are my wife. When it comes to God, I go my way. That shouldn't give me a headache. The Bible did, if I marry, which I did, if... <laughs> of course. <laughs> and my wife said, I'm no more serving God. This God matter, I'm fed up. I would say, oh, go. Be your corner. When God matter, I pray in my house, alone with my God, I pray to my God. And I say, hello, darling, how are you? I would like to eat grand rice today. Because yesterday I ate, um, I ate fufu. <laughs> His wife matter, we will discuss. God matter, if you even come and tell me, but I say, no, 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 you don't want to serve him. So don't, don't talk about that. You know, let's talk about what you want. Hmm? But when we die, we will quit, Gary. The fact is that, the fact is that if husband and wife crash in an accident and they both exit their body, they may not have the same destination. If you serve God and I serve God, both of us will just see the angels that will appear. I say, come on, come follow me. Go together and enter the gates of power. If I serve God and you don't serve God, I will see angels happen and demons will appear to you. I cannot say to demons, don't take her. Because in that place you are powerless. Whoever you serve on earth is the one who controls you then. And take you straight to judgment. It's like when police arrest you. Especially mobile police of Nigeria. You, 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 you have to beg God. <laughs> oh yeah, you fall into their hands and they catch you because you broke the law. Who will deliver you from their hands? <laughs> Hallelujah. They will double you up that. Next time, you don't break that law. Uh, oh God, I'm sorry. There is no sorry here. You are no sorry here. The soul that's in it, each other. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on now. You must be wise in this world and do not let the devil deceive you. That's what I'm talking about. That's what just says the love of many was of most who was cool. We are not part of that. Our love keeps going stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Isn't it? That's it. But then he said, I love this one. Shall you read it to yourself? Boy, hi. Who stand firm to the end? Say it again. Say it again. You will stand firm. I say you will stand firm. Not for now, but to the end you will stand firm. Every spirit of Satan or darkness that has been assigned against you to hinder you, I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You didn't come thus far to mess up your life. Every spirit assigned to mess you my life, I rebuke them in the name of Jesus Christ. They will have no ground in your life. Every form of discouraging spirit, the Lord rebuke you. You infamity spirit, I cast you in the name of Jesus Christ. The, the infirmity that came from Satan, you cannot remain in the body, for the body of man is the temple of God. And so by the power of the God temple, sicknesses I terminate you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
You will not grow weary. You will not be tired. You will not grow weary. You will not be tired. You will not listen to the voice of stranger. For you and your house, the Lord will serve. All your children are bound to serve God. By force or by fire, God will arrest them. Your daughters will not go into slavery. They will not be married to men who will torture and punish them. Your sons will not be a puppet in the house. They will not marry women who will sit over them. I say God will prosper in your life. The word of God will make you prosperous. Satan will lose hold. He has no power. He loses hold over your, your, your entire life. You didn't come to serve God to be a slave of the devil. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. No longer to be subject to yoke of slavery. I break every yoke of the devil in the name of Jesus. You will not be a subject. You will be a champion, a ruler, a son of God you are. The tricks of Satan in this age will not overpower you. You are intelligent. Grow in the knowledge of the Most High God. When others are celebrating success, you will not be celebrating regrets. The things I speak to you today will make you. It will form you until you are successful. Until you fulfill God's mandate for your life. No power will be able to stand against you. The Bible says they will come against you, but not be by my doing. Those who come against you, I will call them to surrender. They will come against you in one way. They will run in seven directions. You will obey God. Your children will obey God. Your grandchildren will obey God. We will change this country completely upside down by the power of the Most High. There will be no heights that will be hindered, will be limited from entering. We, we are in this nation, whether born in this nation, ancestors are brought in this nation to restore United Kingdom back to the cross. We will in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Anything you are doing, the hand of God shall be upon it. That is what God wants for you. The devil has come to steal, to kill, to destroy. But Jesus has come that you may have life and life abundantly. Stand up on your feet. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God for this hour. Give God the praise and honor and glory. The God who loves you. Beyond you love yourself. He loves you more than you love yourself. Give him the glory who lives forever and ever. Marosi karabando Yes, Lord, we bless you, our God. We exalt you, our King. Jesus says, you have not chosen me, but I chose you and appointed to bear fruit, and your fruit will remain. Your fruit will remain, your fruit will abound. Lift up your voice and thank God. There is no failure for us, for there is no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus... For in Christ Jesus, the Lord of Spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. What the Lord was powerless to do, him that was weakened by the flesh, Jesus did. By the cross, by the cross, by the cross. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Thank God for His mercy upon your life. It is the mercy of God that brought you and I thus far. We have a destiny to fulfill, but it is in Jesus Christ we will fulfill it. None of our young people will be wasted in the name of Jesus Christ. They will be rulers in this country. This is a great nation, United Kingdom. Yes, Lord. It cannot be great but by men.
And God will number every one of you among the greats that will make this nation greater. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, lift up your voice and thank God for this hour. Lord, we bless your name. We bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Before I pray for you, someone said, what have you been doing? I've been speaking forth to your life. You know, let me say this to you. When I bless you, woe to the one who curses you. When I bless you, there is no being under heaven that can curse you. Why? I was called by Jesus. I didn't just sleep and wake up and say, let me go and preach the word. I was a Lansonville, a mapping scientist, and that's what I love to do. Jesus appeared to me and told me, what you should do first, you now do last. I cannot be sent by God and my word will fall to the ground. Impossible. Impossible. Somebody curse you, garbage their curses. The blessings are spoken over your life. It supersedes Lucifer. The will of Satan will not fulfill in your life. You know, I'll be happy when you come and celebrate success. Which I'm hearing now. This one comes today. I've just finished my master's degree. One of them was speaking to me yesterday. She's on 600 pounds a day. She did AI and robotics. Another one came to me. She just finished her PhD. She's finishing her PhD. You know, in economics. Another one came to me, she just finished her law degree. She's now a lawyer. She's finished, her, she's finished her law school. You know? And these are the news I'm hearing. My business is flourishing. My house is flourishing. We are happy. Happy. Because God, that created Satan, cannot allow Satan to mess up his own children. Are you with me now? And I stand as a messenger of God to speak the will of God to your life. It will happen to you. You know, as a man thinketh, so is his life. It's his life. God helped us out of nothing in England and gave us anything we wanted. Anything we wanted. And what we didn't want, he didn't give us. <coughs> and what we didn't want is trouble. And God didn't apportion it to us. Am I talking to you? <laughs> we can walk in the prison as water. But we will not be part of the people who order walk over. Are you getting me now? Yes. We can work in the police, some of us are. In the army, some of us are. We will not be the accused that is arrested. Am I talking to you? That is the destiny God has for you. Any problem you are going through now, listen to me. Today they expire. The Lord told me to tell you, and I told them in New Cross, from this day to the 28th, when, or 29th, the, the overcomers night. 29th. Yeah? 28th. Yes. The Lord told me, I say this to you. Unsolved mysteries of your life will be solved. Some of you who, because of the increase of prices and things you have been fidgeting, God will open another door for you. For an increase astronomical more than the demand placed upon all this all this inflation. That's what will happen to you. Within now, 
You count down. You are looking for job. Job will look for you. Where you did not apply, we call you. Where you did not apply for, we call you. I say a position that God will open up, they will look for you, they will find you, and they will call you to come and take it. Between now, this is this week I'm talking about. In this week, God will move. He will stir up the waters among you, and you will see the hand of God. Mention you have never seen before. When God does something to me, bam, I know that that's what he's doing in the church. I was just coming through my, my um, email. I normally, you know, I don't have much time for email, but when I now sit down, I look emails. Boom, something just, I felt I should, because you know, you have a lot of rubbish email. They felt, they frustrated because people, I don't know where they get my email from. It's the same thing with you. They just start sending you nonsense. But this one now, the Spirit of God told me to open it. You know what, what it is? One of the biggest organizations in England is looking for a board member. And they asked me to come. I looked at what it would demand. It would demand four meetings in a year. I said, Lord, I have so many meetings already with the church. Can I do this? And Lord said, you can do it. I said, of what benefit is it? He said, the kingdom. I said, how? He said, you will meet those who are the, uh, the, the shakers and movers of this nation. You will sit with them. So if your son in the church or your daughter in the church needs favor, this is, it's a discussion and that's it. I said, Lord, this is part of evangelism. I will do it. So if I was not looking for a job, the job I have is enough. That even I'm shedding the load to the, the senior pastors here now. Let me tell you, if God did that to me, who don't need it? In this week, yours will come. If he did one to me, he will do two to you. The days of seeking and waiting is over for you. The king of heaven has sounded the alarm. I obediently teach you what he said, and you have been listening to the word of life, and the word of life will work for you this week. If you have been hindered or delayed by anything, expect a manifestation. Thank you, Father, for this group. I bless your name because of what you have done. Those of you who have not accepted Jesus Christ, just say in your heart, Lord Jesus I surrender my heart to you. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all my sins. Thank you, Father, for saving me. If you know you have not been serving God as you should, just pray after me, Lord Jesus. I have not served you as I should. I ask for strength. Strengthen me, Lord, by your Holy Spirit to serve you as I ought. In Jesus' name. If you have prayed, that prayer is done. Put your hands together for the living God.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Where we thank God for that word. Pray that the Lord will strengthen us more and more. We're going to, I'm going to read this scripture to us as we bring our tithes and our offering to the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Leviticus, it says, I will look on you with favor, and I will make you fruitful, and I will keep my covenant with you. You will still be eating last year's harvest when you will have to move it out to make room for the new. There shall be abundance for you as you go to the last week in this month. The Lord will bless the source of your needing trough. And in everything that you lay your hands upon, you will prosper. The last part of that scripture says, You will still be eating last year's harvest when you will have to move it for the new one. And I pray that in this new week there will be abundance for you. As there was abundance at the gates of Samaria, so there shall be abundance for you. And I want you to thank God. That if we, as you bring your tithes and offering to the Lord, the Lord, I'm entering the last week in this month. And as your servant has said, let there be an open heaven upon me. In the times of famine, you will have plenty. I say in the time of famine, you will have plenty. In the time of famine, you will have plenty. There will never be lack in your family. There shall be abundance at all times. Thank God for the abundance. Thank God for the abundance. Thank God as you bring your tithes and your offering to the Lord with a heart that is full of thanks. Thank God. Thank God for the rain. Thank God for the open door. Thank God for the open door. Thank God for the open door. Thank God for the door you are walking through in this new week. The door that the Lord opened, no man can shut it. The door that is before you that the Lord has opened, thank God for it. Thank God from your heart. Thank God from your heart. Our Lord and our God, we thank you. We thank you for the open door of abundance. You say we will still be eating last year's habit when we will have to move it aside for the new ones that is around. We ask you, Lord, that in this time that we are, we ask you, Lord, that you will strengthen us. You open up our eyes to see the provision that you have made for us, O Lord, that your name, O Lord, will be glorified. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen. Can we rise up, please, as we bring our tithes and offering to the Lord? I'm walking in power. 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 I'm wal
God, we thank you, for we know who we are in you. Lord, we thank you, for out of the abundance you have given unto us, Father, we bring into your storehouse. For you say, let each man bring what he has purported within his or heart, not grudgingly, but with a heart that is full of thanks. Today, with a thankful heart, we are brought unto you. We ask, O Lord, that your holy fire will come down from heaven, and we consume this holy offering that is brought by your holy people, that your name, O Lord, be glorified. We ask, O Lord, that that which we have given will be used for the proclamation of your work. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen. Can we take our seats, please? Pastor Tayo. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Or just turn to the person sitting next to you and smile. Okay. It's all right. It's all right not to play the game. I'm used to I'm 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 used to being blanked out. <laughs> praise, <laughs> praise the Lord. Is anyone joining us for the very first time? If this is your first time in Christ Faith Tabernacle Cathedral building would like to warmly welcome you. Please raise your hand if you join us in this auditorium for the very first time. Anyone join us? Thank you. Please stand. Welcome to Christ with Tabernacle, where the Lord Himself is building overcomers for tomorrow. Thank you very much for joining us to this service this morning. The ushers would have given you a welcome pack, and within it there is a form. Please complete the form that is in the in the pack and hand it over to one of the ushers before you leave. Thank you for being a part of today's service. God bless you. Please be seated. And I'd like to extend the same welcome to anyone who's joining us online for the very first time. Please let us know you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cftchurches.org admin at cftchurches.org 
Let us know the city and the nation you've joined us from, and we'll reach out back to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, there'll be home groups today in our different home groups. Uh, we'll be focusing on the book of Colossians. We have recently read through the book of Colossians, and we'll be studying that again in our home groups. Prayer and communion will be at 8 p.m. tonight, online, 8 p.m., prayer and communion. Slight adjustments during the course of this week. Daily prayers during the course of this week will be at between Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Please note, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday will be at 8.30 p.m. Slightly adjusted time, 8.30 p.m. And that's because you'll be hooking up with us live whilst we are at the PVM retreat. So there's a PVM retreat during the course of this week. And at 8.30 p.m. we'll have the prayer session. And of course the whole session from 8.30 p.m. till for the whole evening session will be transmitted live for those who will join online. Please avail yourself the opportunity. But note, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday will be 8.30 p.m. On Thursday we'll be back at our normal time of 8 p.m. online on Thursday. And on Friday we'll be Overcomers Night Vigil. Yes, we're excited about that. How many are prepared to share the testimony of what God has done in their lives in the course of this month? Yes? We're prepared to share testimonies. If you are asking, you're kind of like, oh, the testimony has not come. Hold on to the fact that God has spoken in our midst today, and whatever it is that is causing a hindrance, whatever has not been unlocked, will be unlocked before Friday, such that you'll start running in before the time to give the testimony. And we'll be at 8 p.m. on Friday here at the cathedral. Please note on the subject of um, PVM retreat, if you, are, if you have pre-registered you want to delegate, you should have received the joining instructions. A reminder was sent out again at 8 a.m. this morning. If you still have not received your joining instructions, please check before you leave and contact the church office on your way out. It would be very important to do that. And they say, last call, last call, last call. When do you normally say last call? Okay, I only say finally only once or twice in the course of my announcements. I've not said any finally yet, so we're not yet there. Um, youth announcements. Can I hear how many youth are in the chat? That's a nice one. I can do better than that. So how many youth are in the church? Let's hear it for the youth. Woo! Praise the Lord. Well, we youth. Why are you all laughing? Are you giggling? Age is a number. And I can classify youth anyhow. But in Christ with Tabernacle, we classify youth as those between the ages of 12 and 30. Yeah? So, if you're above that age, you're not quite a youth. Even though you might feel like it, you might pretend you're it, you might run around like you are, but hey, it just so happens that that's the age barrier that we've got. So, there will be youth evangelism on Saturday. Let me introduce you to Jay. Jay, yes? That, let me introduce you to Jay. Um, that's i.e. let me introduce you to Jesus. Next Saturday um, at 1.30 p.m., now, I've got an, it suggests here that it's a new cross. Is that correct? Or is, that, is, it some, is it going to be our two places at the same time? It's a new cross. You're focusing on the new cross area. 
That's nice. You're going back to base. Going back to the headquarters. It's all right. New Cross area, 1.30 p.m. on Saturday. All youth. And the youth convention starts on the 7th, 7th of August to the 13th of August. Are we looking forward to that? Can we have a clip, please, if the clip is there? No clips. Okay. Well, it's nice to know there are no clips today at Cathedral. We normally don't have any clips at New Cross, so we, feel, we always feel cheated, but it's okay. <laughs> no clips. But the announcement is simply that evangel- the, the youth convention assignment, the, the, the theme for this year is the assignment, loyal to the course, and the key scripture it's very difficult to read for me from there. I'm sure you can read it here. It's, uh, key scripture is Mark chapter 8, verses 34 to 38. And the week highlights include, everyone has a role to play, come up and be the change God wants to see, and much more. The week would also feature uh, Careers Day, Empower to Inspire, panel discussions, um, and drama ministration, and much more. Avail yourself the opportunity to be a part of it. It's always an inspiring period. It's always a transforming period. And you need to be part of it to feel or to get the best out of it. So it's important if you're a youth to be all in all of it. Now, the Youth Away Day. Youth Away Day will be on Saturday the 12th of August, 2023. Please note that the deadline to register is today. Please scan the QR code. And it costs £30 per person. Now, I made this announcement at the, at the Bethesda building this morning. If you're a youth, and you would really like to go for this, convent, for this week away, this away day, and financially yourself aren't out and your parents are struggling, make yourself known to the youth leaders. Because if we don't know you are out there, we would not know who we're reaching out to. Now, it is important that nobody feels excluded because they cannot afford it. There are a few people who responded to my call last week and went to the youth desk to offer to make some payments and donations. We need to know who to administer it to. If you don't identify yourself, and as I said at Bethesda today, I'm repeating myself a bit here, Please note that in Christ's faith of an we're one big family and we should feel okay to be vulnerable to each other. So if I'm struggling, I need to let my brother know I'm struggling. I need to let my sister know I'm struggling. Because it's only by them knowing I'm struggling that when there's a way, because we, we can all dress kind of like looking great and wonderful. And if I, if I find an opportunity out there, if I don't know you're looking for a job, how would I know to recommend or to suggest it to you? So it's only by knowing the circumstances that we are all at. And we need to be able to trust each other. And I'm not saying come up here to the, the pope and say, I'm out of a job. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, I'm struggling to pay my bills. That, but let those in your small, in, reach out. If you don't know who to reach out to, reach out to Pastor Sid. Praise the Lord. No, and I mean that seriously. I, I'm not, I'm, actually it might feel like a joke. But it, at times... Sometimes we find it difficult to communicate with people. You don't know. You don't just. You, it's, it's, it takes a while. That's why I'm saying that. If you feel if you're struggling, finding someone to reach out to, reach out to Pastor Sydney. You you also reach out to me. But please let us know, and then that way we'd ensure 
in whatever way the church could support or individuals could support that would be made available and youth leaders please I would like to get an update from that during the course of by the close of the day, of the day. praise the Lord there will be cook off on Sunday the 30th of July 2023 after the Thanksgiving service here at Cathedral the cook-off is where a number of people will bring dishes for us to taste. Now, £3 entry for those who are under 25, £5 entry for those who are 25 and over, and £10 entry if you don't attend. I made that up, and I made it up deliberately. If you choose not to stay for the cook-off next week, then on your way out, please visit the youth desk and pay them £10 for not attending. Because we all need to be part of it. Last week, they had a wonderful session here. The, 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 mic, the open mic was a great session. If you've not had a feedback from that and you're a youth, wow, you missed. I've already, I wasn't there in person because I was barred because of the age barrier, despite my looks. Um, hey, don't I look like I'm 25? It's all in the mind, isn't it? Okay, now, with Apostles' permission, over coming weeks, clips of what, they, what was ministered and the talents that we have in Christ's Ray Tabernacle, we'll be playing tiny clips of it over the next few weeks. So we know that we are blessed in Christ's Ray Tabernacle on all, in all departments. In fact, they can tell me, the clip I saw means that you can take some break from time to time on the drums. You might, you know... So someone who I never knew was playing could play the drums. I mean, hey, praise the Lord. It could exactly. So now we know those who have the talents in our in, in our midst. We need to celebrate them, and the Lord will bless you. So please, if you'd like to book, um, there's a recipe I came across last time. I said if you'd like to make a sugar-free cake. Um, there's a plan for it. I came across a recipe. You can cook it, but you eat it first. Hey, 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 no, it's all right, it's okay, it's okay, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll eat it, I'll eat it, just, I'll give you the recipe and I'll eat it, no one's going to poison me, praise the Lord, finally, have I said any finalists today? Yes, I did, when I was saying I was practicing finally, I did, finally, there's a thank you card here, it says, through you, God has shown his goodness, you're a blessing, to, my, to the CFT family, wishing you blessings as generous as your heart, as encouraging as your thoughtfulness, as appreciated as your kindness. We're so grateful to our father and our mother in the Lord, Apostle A.T.B. Williams and Reverend Omar, for their support, love and prayers at the marriage ceremony of Brother Ryan and Sister Sophia Moore on Thursday the 20th of July 2023. We would also like to appreciate Pastor Taya, I get a mention, Pastor Tijani, Elder Charles, all of the pastors and the presbytery, the Susannas, Usher's choir, as well as the rest of the congregation for going above and beyond for us to ensure that our big day was, a, was special. Thank you all for your kind messages, gestures and prayers towards us. May the gracious hand of the Lord never depart from you all in Jesus' name. And may you be celebrated as well 
as you have celebrated with us in Jesus name Amen thank you so much with love from Brother Ryan Sister Sophia Moore and the rest of the Kaiser and Moore family we love you God bless you Pastor Sidney please Praise the Lord. He kindly handed me the mic. I'm going to be kind to him today. We are going to baby him together. So, so he does. So he doesn't do anything funny. Amen. And actually, you're talking about the youth during our days. You forgot. Pastor Tay was actually our goalkeeper when we won the London Churches FA and London Churches League. So when he's talking about the youth, uh, the the youth of um, royal destiny and the age, age is a number, but let him run 100 meters. So we find out whether he's youth or not. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's stand, please, as we say the Lord's prayer. Our Father, who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That we be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21 please. Now, may the God of peace, that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work, to do his will, walking in us, that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen to somebody by your side, please. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. And to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Closing him.
your servant prophesy today, so it shall be unto us this week, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' mighty name. Please let's be seated as the ushers lead us roll by roll. <laughs> 